episode number 68. 68. This 68. is the post-Lollapazoola episode. Yeah, we had a pretty uneventful week. Yeah, we haven't done much of anything except plan for and uh, execute Lollapazoola 2. Son, Son of, of Pazoola. And now that it's over, we're just... We're we don't really know what haze. to do with the rest of our lives at this <laughs> we point. Do, we don't. Ryan showed up here at, uh, at the Be More Smarter Studios and said... What am I supposed to do now? <laughs> I know it's very odd. So we're gonna have depressing. a we're gonna have a recap of that. Yeah. So yeah, that well, is that what's coming up on today's show? Today, coming up on today's show, we have a recap, uh, recap of, of Lollapazoola. Yeah. We uh, have no. Go ahead. We're well, facing each other. That's that, about it, it, though. But that's it. Like it's a recap of Lollapazoola. But we have viewer mail. Yeah, sort of. We're gonna have a contest. Yeah. And uh, none of it seems to have much matter, much value, much use. It, it, it just. Meh. Do you even want to play the music? Should we? Should we even play the music? I guess maybe we should. So let's recap Lollapazoola. What happened? We hosted a tournament, we had some puzzles, and some people won. There we are. All right. Next. On to viewer mail. To... <laughs> uh, it was a success. I think it was a success. It was a success. We had 74 contestants. We went up from 28 from the first one to 74 to the second That's one. That's right. a big jump. That is a big jump. What is that, 250%? Is that what you uh, said? It was something like 250%. It's about 250%. We were in a bigger room. We had a stage. We had a stage. There was lighting on the stage. There was, it was lighting horrible, on the horrible stage, lighting. Which, thank God, Mike Nothnagel, Penpal Extraordinary Instructor, the Friday Puzzle, figured out how he to did. use. Yeah, but there were only three lighting instruments. One of them lit very brightly. Whoever's feet were standing right. center stage. One of the lights shone straight downward if you were sort of in the dead middle of the stage, and another of the lights shone <laughs> straight downward if you were way over on the right hand side of the Didn't stage. Didn't one shoot into the audience? Oh, I didn't see that one, yeah, maybe. I think, I think one off. So it was pretty useless as far as illuminating anything of value. But uh, overall, the room was nice. Yeah, it and, was lovely. And uh, we had some of the top people in crosswords. Yeah. Uh, past ACPT winner of the C Division, winner of the B Division, Dan Fair, of course. Who is, we should is mention. Is now the winner of Lollapazoola 2, son yes. of Pazoola. The winner of the Express Division. Yeah, he won the Express Division in our tournament, and Will Irving won our local division. Will Irving, who who is a who has been to all of the Lollapazoolas. He has. He has attended all two of the Lollapazoolas. Yes. Uh, and he came in second place last year, I believe, and then he won the local division this year. Yes. So that was exciting. Matt Bessie and Matt Matera were also in the local finals. Uh-huh. Francis Heaney and Howard Barkin, champion of last year's Lollapazoola, uh, filled out the rest of the Express Finals. I have finals. to say, having our finals, our Express Finals filled with Dan Fayer, Francis Heaney, and Howard Barkin, that was pretty cool. Yeah, that is pretty cool. That was pretty cool. We could see the three of them on the ACPT stage in, yeah. the, in the A Division Finals. Yeah. I mean, last year we had one speed solver, one person who, who could At win. our tournament, we did. At our we tournament. We had Howard, Howard, and that was it. And he completely blew everybody away. Yeah, absolutely. But here, it was pretty tightly packed there at the top of the Express yes. Division. Howard, uh, Francis, and Dan, and then in fourth place was John Delphin. Uh, tied for fifth place was Ellen Ripstein and Adam Cohen. And then in, I guess, seventh place with the sixth highest score, Stanley Newman. Stanley Newman competed? Oh, my God. Oh my Stanley God. Newman Stanley came Newman? out of retirement and competed at a tournament? <laughs> Apparently, he hasn't competed for 20 years or so. And every time we mentioned that he was competing, people were aghast. Yeah. We talked to everybody we told that Stanley was going to be there. It was just like this shock and horror. Yes. It wasn't It wasn't always a positive shock and horror either. It was, at times, it was like an absolutely fearful reaction. Yes. Like, even from Will Short's <laughs> yeah. attendant, like, he, he was really taken aback. Yeah, he it's was... Like, we t- Stanley's coming to your tournament? We told him when he was 
we were taking the the easels and the big boards from him, and I thought for a moment he was going to take them all back. I know. He was like, oh, no, 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 no. I, I can't support this event now. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I need all of this. Please get out of my house. Uh, we should mention Will Shorts did uh, show up. Yeah, he came by for the last hour or for so. The finals, and we need to thank him again for letting us borrow his grease boards this and great stuff. whatnot. It was fantastic. Uh, and it's always a big thrill when he shows up. Absolutely. Uh, we enjoyed that. Our constructors were awesome. They were all there. Todd McClary, Peter Gordon, Doug Peterson, Brendan Emmett Quigley, uh, Mike Nofnagel. And you. And me. I, yes, I was there. I was in and fact you had, there. And you had a very, very popular puzzle. Uh, we, all the puzzles were very, very popular. We could talk about some of the puzzles, yes? I think we could talk about at least five of the puzzles. Yes. One puzzle we can't talk There's about. There's one puzzle we can't talk about for yet. For reasons we will not divulge right yeah, now. Yeah, we can't talk about the reasons either. We probably shouldn't we, even talk about the fact that we can't talk about it. I think it. we can talk about the reasons. But I don't know if we can. We'll find out today if we can we'll talk about the reasons. We'll know by next week whether we could have talked about the reasons today. But And if we could have, we will talk about them next week. Yes, as if it was now, though. Right. We'll go back in time. Right. And then we'll talk about them, and then we'll go back forward in time. Can we go back forward yes, in time? Yes, back to the future. Is that how you go back forward? Michael J. Fox. Went back the f- oh, I oh I get it now. Uh, do you? Yeah. Oh. oh, that movie's like 25 years old, and the title just makes sense. You mean you saw that movie before you knew Adam? Yeah. Isn't no. that movie from like the mid-80s? Yeah, 85. Yeah, yeah I met Adam in 91. But there you I, go. It was at college. There you go. I'd never even heard of Wisconsin, let alone... <laughs> Wait, that's where Adam's from. That's why that connected in How my did head. We, get a, we got off topic again. We clearly did. That's what we do. Uh... We were talking about... What else happened at Lollapazoola? We had some great judges there helping us out. Our fantastic team Deb of judges. Deb Amlin kind of led the judge parade. Uh, that Michael was good. Smith, Michael a.k.a. Smith. Philly, Philly Solver. Solver. showed up and helped out. He was fantastic. He was. Brendan helped out with some judging. So Brendan. did two members of my family, XOP and Agent Little Zooty. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They showed up. They helped. Uh, so that was great. Yeah, they, they, they just... My mom right competed. Your mom competed? My mom competed. How did she do? I don't even know. Say something. Um, and uh, we should not forget the wives who helped us greatly. My mother finished somewhere in the middle of the pack. Dead. Uh, yes, the God, of course, the wives. We can't, we who can't, was better than the wives? The wives huh? just jumped right in. Catherine and Tony were just extraordinary. Between just, g- giving out Google answers. They did Google answers. They collected puzzles. They helped people understand what was going on. They, they set up the snacks. They took down the easels. They did a little bit of everything. The cutest moment of the day, though, I have to, and I've told you what it was, but I'm going to say it again. No, what? Your mother was competing. Yeah. Your father was was giving out Google answers. Yeah. And your your mother raised up her Google ticket to get an answer. Your father saw it, came over, and there was no winking, there was no smiling, there was no hey, we're married to each other, we have kids and a family and whatnot, and we're in love. There was none of that. There was just give me the answer. I'm doing my puzzle. He gave the answer, and there was that was it. And it was just it was all business. Yeah. It was very cute. Yeah. It was adorable. They're all business. They are. They're, but see, they're like that in real life, too. They, Not just tournaments. I, I I know. They don't like each other one bit. <laughs> Everything is all business with them. Yes. Making a sandwich, all business. <laughs> There's absolutely no winking, no we're married and in love stuff. My father makes the sandwich. My mother eats the sandwich. <laughs> they, don't, they don't speak of it. No. Do not speak of the sandwich no, again. Do not speak of the sandwich. That, uh, that is the Simmet way. Do not speak of anything. So what, what, what went right? Let's start uh, with that. Yeah, that's probably a short list. What went right? Um, I think the puzzles were great. The puzzles were great. The people were great. You know what? The whole thing. It just it went very well. Yes. It was it was a big hit. So come to it next year. Yes. Lollapazoola 3. We have not come up with a clever subtitle yet. I have, have come up with... Ryan has come up with one that I hate, so we're not going to say it. Can I say it? No, we're not going to say it. 
But if you hate it, then we'll No, because now you're going to say it, and people are going to, like, pity you and feel bad for you because you're the victim on this show. I'm not... Because I'm so, like, aggressively mean, says Electra Jablons. I'm horrible to you. And and, 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 and so that people are going to come and, 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 like, rush to your rescue and save you and be like, No, Ryan, we love your title. Please call it that horrible name. Nobody likes this title. So why don't I just say it? And get it over with. It doesn't make any sense. It does make sense. To whom? <laughs> to me. Ugh. Now that we've gone on so much about it, I have to say it. It's awful. All right, you ready? Lollapazula 3, WrestleMania. <laughs> I'd like everybody who understands that to just raise your hand. We'll count the hands. <laughs> Somebody write in and explain to me why that's a great title. And then the other 11 of you write in and explain to me why it's not. Fine. Yeah. Fine. Okay. All right, so do we need to say anything more? Oh, um, for those of you who are listening and were at Lollapazoola, I know I mentioned this at the end. One, one horrible thing that we did was we had nothing with our, our website, No, 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 our, we did, email. our branding was just disastrous. It was terrible. So here, if you're listening and you don't know how to find this podcast, for example... That's amazing. Because we had a lot of people there who have never listened to the podcast, yeah. who've probably never been on the website, probably and not. they had no way of knowing how to get on there. For those of you who have been to Lala, who were at Lollapazoola and are listening to this, if you have any suggestions of things that you loved or things that you did not like or things that you would like to see next year, please let us know. For example, Kellogg's Strawberry Fruity Snacks. Did you like those? Those seem to be a big hit. Yeah, there's only one left. Last year on this episode, on the post-Lollapazoola episode, we ate... Uh, Capri Sun and drank Sun Chips right. and, and all of that. Right now, the last snacks is this one bag of strawberry fruit snacks. And about five Oreos. And five Oreos. So good job eating all the snacks. Yeah, nice work. Uh, one thing that we have to mention, the last thing we, we Wait, need to Wait, do we mention, want to say our branding name? BeMoreSmarter.com. BeMoreSmarter.com. And if you want to read about what's happened at Lollapazoola, go to Lollapazoola.com. BeMoreSmarter.com. It's got the whole wrap-up. It's got all the standings. All the standings are there. Links to the puzzles is there. Links is there. Links to the puzzles are there. There are links to the puzzles there. Yes. Uh, soon, maybe by the time this podcast airs, there there may be pictures. And also, there is a, 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 a an audio gift. An audio gift. An audio treat. There's an audio yes. treat uh, based on one of the theme entries to one of the puzzles. Yes. Uh, but that is not... You know, we need to edit that and put that up there. Yes. Yes. Now, one thing that we absolutely must mention. Uh, you, For those of you who were at Lollapazoola 1, you'll remember that the prizes sucked. Uh, they but totally this, sucked. But this year... Except for the dragon that Janet Seifert won. Except she, for the dragon. She loved that. She loved that. Uh, but this year, for the finals... Part of the, our, our secret mission was was uh, acquiring probably these. Not be chewing into the Pro- microphone. Probably not. Uh, uh, Joanne Sullivan, who unfortunately could not be there, created uh, a puzzle. It was a bonus puzzle that we gave out to people when they first arrived. And she created these unbelievably fantastic mosaics for the Express Division winner and for the Local Division winner, which were... I The, the crowd gasped when we revealed them. They were really, really gorgeous. They were amazing. I mean, they were the mosaic of a crossword puzzle in this gorgeous frame. Yeah, and the puzzle she designed, too, was thematically appropriate to the the competition. Right. The theme answers spelled out uh, first place in Lollapazoola 2 crossword puzzle tournament. It was unbelievable. And and so and and that was the puzzle and and you solved it and it's where you hoped you'd be by the end of the day and then these mosaics show up and they have the solution on there and the theme answers in red and it was just gorgeous and when we gave them out to Dan Fair and Will Irving, 
they were both a little speechless. Yeah, I think some of that had to do with the whole sense of how the hell am I supposed to get this home? <laughs> they were pretty big. Uh, but uh, we're going to have uh, uh, some sort of link to uh, some way to contact Joanne if you're interested. Because she, she wants to uh, make more of When we get a photograph of, of Dan, and we have a photograph coming. Excuse me. Of I believe Dan my father and Will. took a picture of us with Dan and Will yes. with the mosaics. And so when I get that picture we'll put that up. up on the website, it will go with a link to Joanne's email so that you can contact her. And, and Joanne, if you're listening and you have a website about your mosaics, you didn't tell us about it, but do so we can link to that. And Joanne, they were fantastic and they, they got a great reaction. Absolutely awesome. Thank you very much. Just awesome. All right. Are we done with Lollapazoola too? Is that it? Is that it? Is that the end? I feel like there's more. Okay. So let's let's talk about why I hate you. Well, uh, you hate me for a myriad of reasons. The most prominent one I can think of is that I am cooler than you. Okay, but let's talk about the less prominent one. Oh, I own or the an, most recent. I one. own an iPhone. I you think that's what you you're and at. your wife own an iPhone. Yeah. I don't hate your wife though. Why don't you hate my wife? But for some reason, my hatred is just a, uh, directed towards you. I feel special. Thank you. I feel unique. You're welcome. Now, now. <laughs> You just said both thank you and you're welcome. I didn't I, say I've covered of both ends of okay, the spectrum. Then. Roy to Biv. Okay. And thank I'm you. G? You are. Who's G? I'm colorblind. Okay. Now, here's the thing. I got the iPhone, and courtesy of one Stephen Grant, nay, Stephen Edwards, a.k.a. Stephen Grimaldi Grant, uh, I now own a lovely new copy of the Magmic Games New York Times crossword software for yes. my iPhone. Yes. Uh, first of all, I should say this is available through the iTunes application store. Yes, I'm, I, I I don't know about this application No, store. so I think you can get it for an iPod Touch, and I think you can get it for the iPhone. Uh, and there's a couple of different crossword uh, software programs out there, but this one is specifically and exclusively affiliated with the New York Times. And you can, uh, it, the, the puzzle comes out on the application the same time it comes out on the website. Yeah, so you can get it at 10 p.m. the night before, except Saturdays and Sundays. You get it at 6 p.m. the night before. Mm -hmm. Same as the uh, online edition of the newspaper. And you can, you, when you once you finish the puzzle, it will tell you if you're correct or not. Yes. You can't see the solution until the next day. No, but it works similar to the applet on yes. the website in that it tells you if you're correct, and it can submit your time. I don't believe that your times get submitted the way... Like, they don't blend in with the applet times. Like, there's not one master list no, of all applet times and iPhone Mac times. It's game times. Yeah. And I'll be honest with you, it takes longer to solve on the iPhone than it does on the applet. Because there's no keyboard on an iPhone. It's all a touch We should screen. hand one of these to Dan Fair and see how long it takes. Yeah, let's see how fast Dan Fair can solve one of these. I'll anyway. bet... I'll bet really fast. I'll bet he can just sort of like will the letters to spell themselves. He probably can. That's how he. That's and how he I have the software. Stephen Grimaldi Grant, nay Stephen Grant, aka Stephen Nay Grimaldi Grant. What? Uh, what was that? I don't um, even know. He also gave me the software for your for Sprint piece of crap phone. My Sprint piece of crap phone, and I will be honest, the the software does not look nearly as cool as it does. No, on it the looks iPhone. super cool on the iPhone. Stuff like zooms in and out and yes. spins all around. Um, uh, so it's good. It's really good. You got, and you can also look at all the clues as a list and sort of enter them, you know, like as if it were an acrostic, uh -huh. where it just tells you how many letters an answer has. You can try it that way. You can do it in the grid form. I have big fingers, so I, I'm still finessing how to like toggle between across clues and down clues. Mm -hmm. If there's anybody out there who uses this software and has big hands, I can't ask Ryan what it would be like because his hands are extremely small. And I don't have an iPhone. And well, but even so, your hands are just too small for me to collaborate with you in any regard. Who was supposed to look at your hands at Lollapazoola? 
Who was it who wanted to see how big your hands were? I can't remember, but was nobody it Stanley asked Newman? me. Nobody asked me about my hands. I think Stanley hands. Newman wanted to know how big your hands nobody were. Nobody asked me about my hands. Let's call up Stanley Newman and see All right. if it was him. You call him on your iPhone. I'll do that. My phone doesn't make calls. No, your phone doesn't do jack. Yes. Your phone is useless. Ah, uh, great. Okay. But if if solving the New York Times crossword on your phone is the th- type of thing that makes you happy, this is the best way to go about it. Yeah, it's terrific software. So my, my thanks go out to uh, Stephen Grant, nay, Stephen Edwards, a.k.a. Stephen even Grimaldi Grant for making good on his end of the bargain for Grimaldi's Pizza. This is a six-month debt paid off. We actually have breaking news. Breaking news. This just in. We have to interrupt the podcast with this breaking news. Let's break it. Let's break it. Our puzzle, not our puzzle, our final puzzle, the final puzzle for Lollapazoola, the one created by Mike Nothnagel, pen pal extraordinary and constructor of the Friday puzzle. That puzzle, along with the Express Division version of the clues, will appear in the September 5th edition of the New York Times. <laughs> no, this is big news. This is big news. We have heard this from the mouth of Will Shorts. From, from the mouth, not the rest of him. His disembodied mouth. We just came back from our super super secret mission, which basically was returning all the crap that Will Shorts lent us for the thing. Yeah. And we have now heard this news. Yeah, he shared this news with us after we gave him back his stuff. He has shown us... The- it was sort of like a ransom thing. We give him his stuff, he tells us interesting news. It is, it, it mentions, and there's going to be a blurb that mentions me, it mentions Brian, it mentions Lollapazoola, and it mentions Dan Fair and the time that it took him to complete the puzzle at the tournament. That is all true. It is! All of those things that Ryan just said, true. The Every blurb, single one of them. The blurb is going to appear in the print version, it's going to appear in the online version. Uh, that may be true. I don't remember I think the it's going to be in the part. notepad. Okay, great. It's going to be that blurb will be in the notepad. That's very exciting. Which doesn't work. No, it doesn't usually work. No. No. So very exciting for Mike Nothnagel, who constructed this puzzle. It's wonderful. For those of you who are at Lollapazoola. You're going to get to see this puzzle again. Again. You've solved it before. Now you can solve it even faster. And the, and the most exciting thing. What is the most exciting thing? There are two exciting things. What are they? One, there what? is one clue that is taken directly from this podcast that you and I and Mike both worked on to to figure out what the yeah. wording of the we clue. We all edited this one clue together. We that's did. true. And yep. it comes from this podcast. Yeah, that's that the whole origin of it is this podcast. This and show. you changed a letter. I did. I changed one of the letters. In uh, the grid. Days before Lollapazoola, uh, because a word duplicated a word from a different puzzle at Lollapazoola, and now that changed letter is going to appear in the New York Times. So, I picked one of the So while this is not the necessarily the completion of the arc we started... It's 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 uh, it's as close as we've gotten. It's as close as we've gotten, which is pretty close. Sure. So September fifth, New York Times. Yeah, and if you're Ryan and you're going to be in Italy at this time, uh, then you can't see the paper. I'm. I, you know what we found out today? We found out that the Italy paper that runs the New York Times they run Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Sunday, and that's it. And they did, they skip Saturday. The Saturday New York Times puzzle is not available in print in the entire country of Italy. That's right. Uh, I think they've just started doing I think that begins like September of this year. So Does it? The fifth would be the first Saturday on which that won't happen. <laughs> but this puzzle will appear in the New York Times on the 5th of September. That's a Saturday in September. <laughs> Here we go. 
<laughs> no? Yeah, it's good. Was that good? Yeah. I was on the fly. It was. Remember? That's that how was. I do things. Yes, yeah. it is. That's not how Wait, I does do that things. happen yet in this podcast? This was breaking news with Ryan and Brian. Stop there. Viewer Mayola <laughs> opening it up. You, you don't like this whole being able to look at me while no, we do I did, the show. No, you, you threw me off. Um, yeah. We don't have a lot of viewer mail. Here's no, the thing. We, we didn't three. have a contest last week, so we got very little viewer mail. Yeah, if anybody out there running a competitive podcast wants to know how to stop getting email, don't have a contest. We are going to have a contest this week. We though. are, so we expect lots of email. Yes. Uh, our first viewer mail is from uh, M-O-D-F-W-O-T-C-D-W-O-T-D-D. W O L two. All right, it's Dan Fair's mom. All right, basically. W O L two, huh? What? Winner of Lollapazoola two. Oh, I added that part on. I just did it. Oh I just wow, sort of did it on the fly. You, you. Uh... That's how I do it. I do it on the fly. <laughs> Please. That's how I. Do I don't it. want to know how you do it. It's on the fly. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> uh, she uh, titles her email Charles Allen Wright. How did we come? Who was Charles Allen Wright? When we did the, when Doug Peterson made that crossword puzzle about Andrea Carla Michaels, right? Somebody thought it was thought the answer was, was Charles Allen Wright. Was it Keith Robert Murray who yeah. thought the answer was Charles Allen Wright? Because it was famous American or something. Maybe, although it was supposed to be famous crossword puzzle person. Right, right. So uh, Dan Fair's mom says Charles Allen Wright, now deceased. That's too bad is the lead author on the treatise most commonly known by practitioners... What's the word is treatise? Treatise. No, treatise. Treatise. Okay. That's how you group trees together, with treatise. Okay. No? Even if it was, that has nothing to do with what you're reading. How do you know? Maybe Charles Allen Wright... Because I've read this email. Maybe he was a professional tree grouper. (laughs) May I continue, please? Go for it. Charles Allen Wright, now deceased, is the lead author on the treatise most commonly known by practitioners as Wright and Miller. Uh, And there was a question about how many volumes. Somebody wrote to us and said there were 55 volumes. Somebody else wrote to us and said there were 54 volumes. Yeah, but you just said that wrong. Because you just said somebody wrote to us and said there were 55 volumes. If you're trying to emphasize the difference between 55 and 54, you wouldn't say 55. You're right. You'd say 55. You're right. You're right. right. Can I do it again? You can try. Um, now, I, yeah, no, no, because I know what you're going to do. What? I can see it happening in your head. What? You're going to emphasize something totally unrelated. That's what you're going to do. You're going to say, this is the tree ties of 51 <laughs> volumes or whatever. That's no, what not. That's how you do it. You decide to take what I've just said <laughs> and apply it to completely something else. That's what you do. It's what you do. It's your way. I do it on the fly and you do it like this. That's how, okay. All right, I'll, I'll move on then. Uh, Dan Fair's mom says, but how many volumes? 54 versus 55 is not even in the ballpark. 57 by 2,000, saith Wright's colleagues. But if you go to buy the thing here, you will see they are selling 90. I don't, I'm totally lost. Give me this. No, wait. No, no, I, give can, me this. I will continue to do it. I am just lost. Give it no, to no, me. don't do that with you your You need hand. to practice the emails before you read them. I don't need to practice the anything. The sentence says, I'm not even looking at it. I can tell you it says, if you go to buy the thing... Right. That's not what you said. You said if you go to buy the thing here, <laughs> like it's the name of a company. All right. It says but, if you go to buy the thing, but if you, you will see that there are 92 volumes. But if you go to buy the thing, you will see they are selling 92 items. See? Some of these are sets. Others are individual items. 
Subtracting the four multi-volume offerings other choices from the 92 items suggests the number is 88. The full set is 3,106 American dollars, and ground shipping is free. What a deal. Dance Bear's mother is a lawyer. And you are a cold reading specialist. Well, I... How was that bad? Do <laughs> you want me to answer that question? Would how you was, like me to do a detailed analysis of how that was bad? I did cold reading at Lollapazoola. No, you practiced those. You prepared those for crying out loud. Prepared what? The scripts. No, I didn't. The scripts for Puzzle 5? Well, I, I copied them in, but I didn't, I didn't practice. You've been practicing those your whole life. Well, maybe the one I have yeah. been practicing a little bit. Went well, though, right? The the middle one? Yeah, the Indiana Jones one. Yeah, except everybody thought it was snakes on a plane. I <laughs> know, that's very funny. <laughs> everybody thought it was snakes <laughs> on a plane. I didn't want them to be all gimmies. You know? Well, your most favorite, most famous movie of all time was certainly not a gimme. Well, there you go. But everybody people got it, it was snakes on a plane. But people eventually got it. Eventually. Well... We should just give gimmies. Maybe we should just have the grids just, filled in. I'm just looking for fault. Yeah, I know you are. With you. Um, <laughs> it's easy to find. So thank you. <laughs> what right. what what are you thanking her for? You don't even know what this email contains. Yes, I do. What did it contain? Stop looking at it and right. tell me what was in it. All right. What information Charles did we just learn from this? Charles email? Allen Wright, yeah. Group Trees. Okay. What else? He wrote a volume yeah. of books uh -huh. called <laughs> Wright. And Malloy. Okay. <laughs> All right. There are 92 volumes. Yes. Except there are 88. Yeah. They cost $3,106. Uh-huh. And the ground shipping is free. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sit on that! All right. Give it to me. I'm sitting on it. Okay, good. All right. Our next viewer mail comes to us from Jeremy Horowitz. Now, Jeremy, if you read that, I'm going to read that. Our next viewer mail comes from Jeremy Horowitz, and Ryan's going to read it. <laughs> Jeremy Horowitz. Jeremy two times Horowitz. There's no S in his nickname. Just two time. Two time? Two time. How did, how did he get that nickname? Because he was remember. a two time winner of one oh. of our contests. Actually, I guess he was a one time winner of two of our contests. We called him a two time winner. And then we left out the word winner and he became Jeremy two time Horowitz. Like two, Jacob Tutu in the Hooded Fang. I remember now. It was nothing like that, but okay. Okay, great. Uh, he titles his viewer mail Brevity is Ellipsis Wit. Gentlemen. I listened to the podcast several days ago and did far too much drinking this weekend. Let's call it celebrating Lollapazoola from afar. Jeremy was not able to make it. I believe he lives... What are you looking for? I had some candy here, and now I can't find it. You didn't bring in any candy. Yeah, I did. I brought in a little thing of sweet tarts. There it is. All right. Do you have your sweet tarts? <laughs> okay, great. Uh, Jeremy was not able to make it. No. Uh, it's because Jeremy, I think, lives in California. Does he? I think so. I think a lot of our listeners live in California. But I will have to I do say, I must say, I will say that Doug Peterson, Crossroad Gentleman Man About Town, lives in California and was able to make it. So, Jeremy, please pick up the slack. Uh, he did far too much drinking this weekend. Thus, I have only a hazy memory of Fill Me In number 67. For some reason, I recall one or both of you being unsure as to the provenance of the pinball number count segment 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Wow, does this not work well in text? It works much better when I sing it. It works marginally better when you sing it. Thank you. Uh, it's and from... margins are available in all sizes. <laughs> well, I want I want more margins and less text. That's that's the margins that I want. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this podcast will have wide margins. Great. 
Uh, it's from Sesame Street, not the podcast, but the pinball number count. Did you know that's what it was called? Sesame Street? Pinball number count. I don't think that's what it's called. That's what he says. Pinball number count. It's in quotes. And it's capitalized. Title caps. Yeah, but he calls it the pinball number count segment. Right. I don't think the title of the song is pinball number count. Mike Nothnagel, you are back as the Oracle. Yes, Mike, please tell us what is the name of the song. We talked to Mike Nothnagel over at Lollapazoola. He's back as the Oracle. We need him. We need yes. him desperately we as the Oracle. We appreciate everybody else's. I will else's... say, Peter Gordon was pretty good. Yes. Ray Hamill, pretty good. Yes. Samuel Hay. Yes. I'm just saying his name because we own four more mentions. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, he didn't actually do much of anything for us, but Ray Hamill deserves that. Uh, but really, uh, Mike Nothnagel, we need you. Yes. Come back. Please. Uh, so what was it called? Next viewer mail. Are you going to sign off Jeremy's so we, so it finishes, so it completes? The sign off is not on the thing. <sighs> Jeremy. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Who's our next viewer mail from? Our last viewer mail. <laughs> and the only one I'm allowed to read from it's Tyler a, Hinman, yeah, no. insert kick-ass nickname here. You want to read this one, too? No, no, Go no. Ahead. No, I don't want to read it. No, I'm having an Oreo. <laughs> what? Why am I eating this Oreo? Of all the Oreos <laughs> I don't eat. know. Uh, Tyler Hinman, insert kick-ass nickname here, writes to us with the subject, Trivia Arbitrage. To the purveyors of the Papple Boner. I don't think that's the name of our contest. Okay. The blonde trivia arbitrage joke goes like this, and I'm telling this as I remember it. None of that copy and paste crap. Uh, before we do that, we will. what is this referencing even? <laughs> no? Adam, our friend who works at NPR, wrote us an email listing a whole bunch of joke summaries. Entire jokes told in one sentence. Like five words or less. And we didn't understand the blonde trivia arbitrage sentence. Uh, I don't even remember what the sentence was, but we really didn't understand what arbitrage was, nor did we know the joke that the sentence was based on. Tyler has now told us that joke. And the joke goes thusly. A businessman gets on a plane and finds himself seated next to a ditzy-looking blonde. Ruthless corporate marauder that he is, he decides he might have a chance to have some fun and make himself a little richer for it. He introduces himself to the blonde, and after some brief small talk, he proposes a game. Let's ask each other trivia questions. If you're stumped by one of my questions, you give me $5. But if I don't know the answer to one of your questions, I'll give you $50. The blonde agrees. You go first, says the businessman. The blonde thinks for a moment and asks, What goes up a hill on three legs and comes down on four? The businessman doesn't know, but doesn't panic. He knows the flight has Wi-Fi, and he can go online for the answer. With the plane in the air, the man gets online, but his internet searches lead nowhere. He gets on his IM client to ask his friends, but none of them know. He takes so long trying to find the answer that the blonde falls asleep next to him. Upset at his defeat, but never one to back out of a deal, he reluctantly pokes at the blonde to give her the money. She wordlessly takes it, then turns back around to return to her nap. Hey, says the man, shaking her shoulder. What's the answer? The blonde shrugs, gives him $5, and goes back to sleep. <laughs> It's funny. It's a funny joke. Well, Tyler finishes by saying it's not that great, really. I think the way I greeted you was funnier. T. I-K-N-H. Viewer mail. Closing it up. Our contest. Our contest this week. We did not have a contest last week. Our contest this week is by Commissioner Peter Gordon, sextuple threat. And the contest goes like this. What well-known woman who goes by three names, the second being her maiden name and the third being her married name, has this property? Her second and third names are homophones of synonyms. I almost got the whole thing. Almost. I even almost. corrected the N to an R. 
What well-known woman who goes by three Wait, names... Are going to read the entire thing again because you screwed up one word? Well, I thought you were going to edit that part out, so I... Why don't I, you just say the word... Uh, why don't you just say homophones again? Homophones again. Not hobophones. <laughs> There's no B in it. Hobbit phones. <laughs> Hello, Frodo here. What? <laughs> Her second and third names are homophones of synonyms. I see a, a, a Norse god putting together a Swedish bookcase. <laughs> Is that arbitrage? I don't know. Uh, and seeing him means only one thing. Why do you say this like you're reading like a, a script from a, a, a play you put on for the second grade class? Like you drive around in a van and you, you haul out the scenery and then you put on the helmet and then you are all the characters. This sounds like part of the script of your one man. It should have been Thor on the things, not a Viking. <laughs> it should have been it Thor. It should have been That's Thor. That's who it should have been, was ah, Thor. Next year. Next year, Thor. Next year, Thor, indeed. All right. Okay, so what happened? Oh, we cue the thunder. Thunder, go. Monday, August 17th by Mike Buckley. This was all about Batman's The Joker. Oh, it was Batman's The Joker. Yes. I thought it was like the Jokers that come in a deck of cards. No, 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 I no. thought Cesar Romero played... A deck of cards on television. You think that's his real name, Cesar Romero? No, not no, at all. I no. think his real name is Cesar Chavez. <laughs> what does that mean? Cesar dressing. Cesar dressing. Okay. All right. These are my shoes. These are my feet. <laughs> These are my ears. <laughs> Tuesday, August 18th by Tony. Yes. Orbach. He's very mad, this at, man. At, 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 at fruit. At fruit. Have you yes. ever gotten so mad? Have you, like, thrown a fruit so hard that it splatters somewhere? I have not. No? It's I've pretty... had people do that to me. Really? What yes. did you get hit with? I think it was a strawberry. Really? One strawberry? Yes. Did they it, weren't that it, mad. Did it splatter? How do you splatter a strawberry? An overripe strawberry can splatter quite easily. Ugh. Yes. <laughs> Wednesday, August 19th, by Rob Reiner's friend Peter A. Collins, The Secret Garden. Sing us a song from The Secret Garden, you would had... you? you? You know the musical The Secret Garden. Sing it to us. I know it slightly. Come on, you know. Lucy Simon and uh, somebody else, they wrote it. And, oh, uh... Lucy. No, 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 no. Lucy you, Simon Lucy, is the composer. you're married to Simon. <laughs> no, Carly Simon's sister. You... Carly Simon's sister? Lucy Simon. Lucy Simon is Carly Simon's sister? I think so. Does it Carly Simon look like Steven Tyler? Yeah, yeah. a lot. Uh, Thursday, August 20th by Elizabeth C. Gorski. This puzzle, you could draw a parallelogram. Quickly, spell parallelogram. Don't look. P-A-lelogram. <laughs> that, that, even that was wrong. You spelled parallelogram. <laughs> oh, no. P-A-R-lelogram. Parallelogram. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. P-A- Friday, August 21st by Patrick Berry. Skips a grade. Did you skip a grade? I did not. I did not either. Well, I almost did in math, but then Dusty Miller got angry and <laughs> took away my math book. That's right. Oh, I think I edited that out of the last episode. That's not funny anymore. Oh, well, Dusty did. Oh, well, Dusty did it. Uh, Saturday, August 22nd by Karen M. Tracy. Stop kicking my ass with Saturday Puzzles. That was difficult. Oh, my God. I was completely foozled by foozled. that puzzle. What is foozled? I don't play golf. I, I don't either, but bogeyed is when you go one over. Foozled must be like when you get your foot stuck in the cup or something. Yeah, it must be very embarrassing. I, I imagine Has so. Tiger Woods ever foozled? I doubt it. Probably not. It's Sunday, August 23rd by Phil Ruzbarski. What does, what, what does EU doings even mean? I don't what know. Does it's it EU, mean? I think EU doings is like somebody's pen name. 
It's sort of like E.E. E. Cummings or E.B. White. E.U. E. Doings? E.U. Doings. It's like there's some author out there who it's, writes children's stories it sounds under like the he pen writes, name. like poetry on, when he's on the toilet. I think that might be. Yes, exactly. <laughs> E.U. Doings. E.U. Doings. Yeah. He's at it again. Oh, I know. What do you think What do you think his name really is, though? It's like uh, Herbert or something. Herbert? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Herbert, do you know a Herbert? I, do I know? Any, I know? I've known some people named Herb. Do you think it was short for Herbert? It probably was short for Herbert. Did I? Do I really know anybody named Herb? I did. I know Herb Pressman. Do you remember Herb Find Herb, the old Burger King uh, thing? Oh my God, Herb. That's right. Oh, I vaguely remember. He was that. supposed to show up in Burger Kings around the country. If you spotted him, you got a free burger. Burger or kick in the ass or something? <laughs> probably. I don't know. It was. It was. It goes down as one of the most highly unsuccessful campaigns in history. How did Burger King ever survive? It? I don't know. Um, how are we going to survive? We have to finish this podcast.